Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, July 1st, 2022. I'm your host, Stephen Jr., and today is Fuck Around Friday. Happy July 1st, happy beginning of the fiscal year, start spending your money, you have all all new money, you have all new money from here to June 30th, 2023, spend every cent, because what you don't want to have happen is you don't want to have thousands of dollars left in your budget, and then next year, your budget will be reduced because they'll say, oh, you didn't spend all that money. You don't need all that money. But you know what? We were living through a pandemic back then, I'll, I'll say, or you could say. Whoever, whoever questions you can say, we were living through a pandemic that time and we couldn't go on all those field trips. Please give me back my field trip budget. Speaking of field trips, I'm going to take several teenagers today to see Elvis at the Alamo Draft House. And I'm getting a bottomless popcorn and a bottomless soda on my job. And I feel like I've betrayed Grandma Shunier because if you don't know about Grandma Shunier, she has a little video on YouTube called Grandma Shunier Talks About Elvis Presley. You should go watch it. She reveals Elvis Presley was a racist. Anyway, I feel like I've betrayed Grandma Shunier by going to see Elvis, but it was either this movie or some other horror movie that was rated R and I can't take children to. So anyway, I have to betray my grandmother, but I'm going to sit there the whole time, folded arms, angry, except for when I'm eating my popcorn and drinking my soda. I can't wait. Oh my God, I haven't been to the movies. Well, I saw Bob's Burgers with a very special fella. I saw Bob's Burgers in, uh, I think it was Seattle. Was it Seattle? Anyway. Hello, Fuck Around Friday. Let's get to it. I thought I would answer some questions, but I forgot to post, ask me some questions for the Torical. So instead, I have found on OptimistMinds.com 45 existential questions that we should ask ourselves. I don't need anybody to ask me questions. I'm asking myself 45 existential questions, and I haven't read through these, so this may fail miserably. And if it does, I'll duck out. Okay, here we go. Question one. For me, what is the meaning of life? Okay, bag. Come on, bag. Daisy Dead Petals. Daisy Dead Petals strikes me as a free spirit. You know what? Daisy Dead Petals strikes me as a free spirit, and she's in her phone booth phase. She's a hamburger maid. She's falling down all over the river. She strikes me as a free goddamn spirit. She cannot be contained. Her soul... Her soul is everywhere. Her body is everywhere. Her mind is everywhere. Everywhere is everywhere and everything is everywhere. So that's the meaning of life, actually. I agree. I mean, there you get such little time on this earth. Be everywhere. Be free. Don't be beholden to a phone number. Don't be beholden to a landline, certainly, when this song was written. Don't be beholden to that. Be in a phone booth phase. You don't need to be tied down. That's what I think is the meaning to life. Let your soul run free. Oh, my God, this is working. Okay, two, how do I want to see myself in five years? Not how do I see myself, but how do I want to see myself in five years? Come on, bag. Tom Bigby, oh yes, a political animal, absolutely calling out the patriarchy still. I don't want to see myself like that. I would hope that I wouldn't have to continue. It's interesting because Tori Amos did look at me twice during the tour. While she was performing Tom Bigby straight in the eye, she looked at me and we vibed. You can hear all about it on tour all night. Anyhow, Tom Bigby, in five years, I hope not to be hanging my bones out to dry. (laughs) 
I hope that I have more than five years left. Only time will tell, though. Only time will tell. Do I have what it takes to fulfill my dreams? I already have. Do I have what it takes to fulfill my dreams? Invisible boy. Ooh, what does that mean? Let's look at the lyrics because this one, this one's personal to me. Do I have what it takes to fulfill my dreams? Some dreams have already come true. The dream of hosting my own podcast. Invisible boy. You are not just an invisible boy, but if you want to be one, you could go undercover, make your great escape, go where only eagles dare to go. Okay, this to me is very positive. This tells me two things. One, Tori says you could you could do this, you could go undercover, you could sit down beside her, you could call upon your friends the cloud riders, all these things you could do. So that tells you could cross over the great to the great pub in the sky. All of these things that you could do tells me that you can attain your dreams, right? Yes, but you may have to work as an invisible boy behind the scenes. You may have to administratively handle your dreams. Like your dreams may not just happen. You have to do something. You have to do something for it. For example, you know how hard it is to move to Canada? You know how hard it is for me to move to Canada? It is difficult. I have 12 steps I have to do in order to really realize this dream of moving to Canada. So... You know, I just have to work administratively. The first thing I have to do, I have to learn French. So, I mean, I don't have to learn French. First thing I have to do is find a job. Okay, next question on this existential questions list. How do I want people to talk about me professionally? Oh, boy, come on, bag. How do I want people to talk about me professionally? All right, cooling. <laughs> He's getting older. His, his uh, talent is cooling. As a director, he really used to have it. That's not how I want people to talk about me, but apparently inside, you know what? There's nothing wrong with a career change. Somebody that we're going to have on the show next week told me a career change after 50, Picasso insisted upon it. Picasso said, you must have a career change at 50. I didn't know that, but I believe her. I believe that she knows that. Maybe my directing life is cooling. I don't know. I haven't directed theater in a minute, and now I'm directing this play. She kills me. I guess I directed Alice in Slashland. That was the last thing I directed in 2020. But this is uh, the sister play to that. She kills monsters, and it's a lot of fun. So I don't feel I don't feel like I'm cooling. Maybe I want people to talk about me professionally and say they want to wrap around my pineapple tree, huh? Okay. Is it possible to know if we are making the best decision? Is it possible to know if we are making the best decision? Come on, bag. Martha's foolish ginger. You know what? Martha's Foolish Ginger is a flashback, isn't it? Martha's Foolish Ginger is like one moment in time that could have changed the course of your life. You encounter an old lover, right, on a boat. She encounters an old lover on a boat. And if the harbor lights had just been a half a mile inland, who knows what I would have done? Who knows? I could have really fucked everything up. I could, everything could be different. So is it possible to know if we are making the best decision? I'm going to read this as yes. I think it is possible to know that we are making the best decision. She gets this moment on this boat with this person and realizes I could have fucked up my whole life or I could have something could have really been destroyed here. And so I think that that leaves her with the sense that she's made the best decision. If I have to do a quick assessment and analyzation of that song, that's what I would say about Martha's Foolish Ginger. So I do think it is possible to know if you've made the best decision because you can feel it in your bones you can feel it i think inside so i felt like after the uk tour i wasn't entirely sure that i wanted to go on the us tour i wasn't entirely sure i'll just be honest about that for personal reasons for a lot of reasons 
but the moment she touched down, the moment uh, flight T-O-R-I touched down in Dallas, I it was right. I knew I had made the right decision. That's just a, an example of, I think, that other things in your life, like, I don't know, moving to L.A. I was expecting to go to college in Chicago. I ended up in L.A., at UCLA, prestigious theater, film, television school. I'm proud that I went there. However, I was convinced I was a Chicago person. And then from September to December in LA, when I went back home for my first Christmas, back to Las Cruces, New Mexico, I knew, I knew I'd made the right decision. I knew I was LA through and through. And 17 years have gone by and I've made, I felt like I have did make the right decision. Is it the best decision moving forward? Who knows? I'm moving to Canada. But it was the best decision for me at the time. And a change at this point in my life feels like the best decision for me now. So is it possible to know if we are making the best decision? I think that you have to trust yourself. I think that you can take a day on a boat and watch your entire life flash before your eyes everything that you have worked for or loved or achieved or wanted. Watch it accidentally and almost get taken away from you. I think that you realize you made the best decision. And I think that's what the narrator of the song does in Martha's Foolish Ginger. Okay, next question. What is the point of continuing to grow? Okay, come on back. Oh, one jumped out. One literally jumped out. What is the point of continuing to grow? The big picture. Okay, the big picture. What is the point of continuing to grow? The big picture. I guess you have to see the whole thing. The point of continuing to grow, the big picture. You have to see the bigger picture. This is not just, I think, personally, this is just my thoughts. The bigger picture is not solely uh, a snapshot of this life. It's not solely a snapshot of this moment in this body, in this time. I think the bigger picture of it all, the soul journey of it all, that's the bigger picture. And of course you have to continue to grow you're going to end up being in the exact same goddamn spot in the next life or in the next iteration or your next round here or your next energy cycle. You're going to be in the same spot working through the same damn problems. And God damn it, I do not want that. I do not want to work through these same tired problems. No, 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 no. Next life, I want to marry my high school sweetheart and be vegan. And I don't know what else. What else do I want? I just hope I'm not a Nickelback fan. Oh, God. Okay, what role should I have as an adult? What role should I have as an adult? Come on, Meg. I ran. I ran so far away. What role should I have as an adult? Learning from the people before me, taking the stories of those that have come before me and reinterpreting them in my own way or taking them in and processing my own stories. Why do we dream? That's question. this next question. Why do we dream? Come on, Meg. Marys of the sea, hey, I am not in your way. No need to push me again. Let's read these lyrics. Hey, I am not in your way. No need to push me again. I know it's your day in the sun. Last time I checked, he came to light the lamp for everyone. Why do we dream? For everyone. Relax, love, he said before he left. Take those hands away from your eyes. From where I stand, you're in my sky. You must go, must flee, for they will hunt you down. You and your unborn seed in all of Gaul is their safety. Les Saint-Marie de la Mer. You know, I'm taking French. You will dance the ring. Marys of the sea. The lost bride weeps. Les Saint-Marie de la Mer. You will dance your ring. Oh, my God, my pronunciation. 
This is why I'm actually in the group classes, because I need to know that I sound bad. <laughs> hey, there's a new Jerusalem. Hey, you built a rock that's on sand. I think we dream for guidance. I think this is what's happening in this song. For now, you have hijacked the sun. Last time I checked, he came to light the lamp for everyone. He's coming to light the lamp for everyone. He's coming to guide you. So maybe the dreams, why do we dream? To give us perspective. For guidance, maybe. He came to the dreams. He came to light the lamp for everyone. The dreams came to light the lamp for everyone. He, she, or they. The dreams, they're non-binary. So these chains, they, not again. These chains, they put themselves in. These chains, they, not again. Do our dreams have any meaning? Oh, these questions. Come on, bag. Real men. Many of our dreams seem like distorted image sequences, but again, Freud tells us to focus on what those images mean to us. This is where you will find the answer. Take your mind back. Do your dreams have any meaning? Of course they do. If you want them to. If you don't want them to, then they don't, right? That's kind of life. Anything has significance that you allow to have significance. If you just kind of say, Beh. Does it matter then, does it? It really just doesn't. Everything is easy. This is what I've learned. Everything is easy. Don't let anything be hard. You know what's hard? Moving to Canada. Okay, are we really free or are we in a vicious circle? Come on, beg. Okay, Dixie. Oh, okay, let's read this. Are we really free or are we in a vicious circle? Let's read these lyrics. Dixie, grab your coat and those things without any fingers, the peach ones that keep you warm in the southern winter. Off I go window shopping with my mum. We'll go whistling Dixie down the lane. So who cares? Our purse is almost empty. I'm the richest girl in Dixieland. Look away, look again. She is still holding my hand. That's beautiful. So... Are we really free or are we in a vicious circle? What is freedom? Are you a free person or are you stuck in a vicious circle of unhappiness? I think that we are as free as we allow ourselves to be. That's my personal opinion. And Dixie, I get the sense that even though this song was written before Mary passed, I think it's very relevant since Mary's passing. Look away, look again. She is still holding my hand, that she will always be holding my hand. There is a, not a vicious circle, but a vibrant, beautiful circle, circular energy about that, I think. I look away and she's still holding my hand. I look back and she's still holding my hand. Always, she will always be holding my hand. That kind of makes everything sort of come full circle from the beginning, right? The beginning to the end, holding my hand. So maybe we're not stuck in a vicious circle. Maybe we're stuck in a free circle. Maybe are we free or are we stuck in a vicious circle? That goes back to Daisy Dead Pedals, doesn't it? Doesn't it? You know what I mean. Do I have everything I want? Do I have everything I want? Come on, bag. Do I have everything I want? Siren. <laughs> almost. Almost brave. Almost pregnant. Almost in love. Almost pregnant. Almost in love. Almost moving to Canada. Almost. Do I tend to spend money on things that I want or need? The answer is yes. Yes, I do tend to spend my money on things I want or need. But I think the way they're asking it, I think they're asking which I prefer. And I've got ocean to ocean because you know what? There are those who never give a goddamn. They never give a goddamn. And you know what? They spend their money on whatever the fuck they want to spend their money on. That's me. Sometimes it's on things I want. Sometimes it's on things I need. For example, 
Thursday evening. I got cut early for my night job, and it was payday. I forget you get paid there every week. I, they came up to me with my paycheck from last week. And they were like, here you go. And I'm like, oh, I get paid here? I forgot. I, got, I always forget I get paid there because I take home tips. I don't know why. I just don't bank on the paychecks. So guess what I did with that paycheck? You will not believe what I did. I deposited it in that moment. I photographed it put it in my bank account, and then went to my credit card bill, the closest one that was due, and I paid the exact amount of my paycheck to my credit card company. So it was in, and it was out. It's like Tori says in the Little Earthquakes video, intake, outtake. And that is me spending money on things I need. I need to pay off my credit card bill. So I spent my money on things I need. You see? It's a vicious circle. (laughs) Refer to question 12. I don't know why. Nope. No, no, no. Next question, what would my life be like if it were a painting? If my, That's a good question. What would my life be like if it were a painting? Come on, bag. What would my life be like? Hey, Jupiter. It would be a cosmic wash. It would be a gorgeous galactic dark sky with like beautiful stars that would represent the freedom of my soul. <laughs> Next question, why do we blame people for what they do? Well... <laughs> The answer to the question lies in the question. Why do we blame people for what they do? I think there's a translation issue happening here. Um, Why do we blame people for what they do or judge people, I think is what they mean. Why do we judge people for what they do? Come on, bag. Because I can tell you my opinion. Putting the damage on. Ooh, interesting. I think that putting the damage on is about a person who puts the damage on maybe is not entirely authentic about who they are or who they present themselves to be. You're still so pretty when you're putting the damage on. Damage is something that they are dressing in, right? Isn't that how we take that song? Damage is something that they are adding to their person. They're putting it on. And when something's put on, it's fake, right? So why do we judge people for what they do? Putting the damage on, I think maybe, obviously we see in others what we tend to avoid looking at in ourselves or what we have identified in ourselves. So if someone is putting the damage on or being fake or, you know, not being their authentic self or not authentically interacting or, I don't know, doing something that otherwise (laughs) that you either would never do or you, because you just would never do it or because you really want to do it. So I do think that if we judge people, it's because it's, it comes from somewhere deep within. I'm trying to think of someone I've judged recently besides myself. I can't think of anybody I judged recently, but if it comes to me, I'll let you know. Okay. We're wrapping it up soon. How did the universe begin? How did the universe begin? It began with the Torical, right bag. Come on bag. The universe began with concertina alcohol the first and the 40th drink that's how the universe began alcohol next one what about life after death what about life after death come on bag mother revolution oh wait lucky me oh life after death is that space is that long space between tori putting her leg on the piano bench and looking at john before she decides to give him a hand like that long space that's life after death i want to live there forever because that is possibility that is improv of course i think there's life after death i think that there's a journey of souls that we're on i think all of that stuff and i can't wait to see i feel like uh i've had a lot of soul growth in this life so i'm very excited to see what happens next how would you describe me okay optimistminds.com this is a weird question how would you describe me 
Are you able to describe yourself? If so, pay close attention to how you describe and match your strengths and weaknesses. Oh, okay. How would you describe yourself, it means? How do I describe me? Okay, come on, bag. How would the bag describe me? If I pull this old man, I swear to God. Okay, I'm pulling two. One is fearlessness, and the other one is garlands. Ooh, garlands, like showy, gay, fearlessness. I like that. Let's read garlands. The winged painter is on uptown. I said, will you meet me to go? Washington Square, I'm racing there to get you at noon. Oh, yeah. Oh, the nocturne noon. Isabella on the way there stops me. I say, I can't stay today. I'm off in flight towards another light. Rest, youth. Ooh, the Torque would describe me as youthful. Washington Square, I meet you there and we go now. He's on the run. He's on the run from this walking greeting card. And Chloe's kiss, the wolf pit, the wine harvest, and Philida's lesson. We're not his possession in winter. Trampled flowers and winter lovers circus these garlands. The blue pirouette, the marriage, the mimosas. The Torkoal has described me accurately. Black sun over Paris. When I learn French and I get to Paris, please don't describe me that way. These garlands, the little swallows, St. Paul from the window, from the half-open window. Eve incurs God's displeasure. Passion. What is this? Again, this goes back to, like, Iran. Garland seems to be a cacophony of references. I mean, just, like, other things. Odysseus, Penelope, Ulysses and Penelope, the festival in hell, the winged painter, Washington Square, all these things that she's referencing. And a lot of these lyrics are in italics. So I think that the Torkoal is saying, I am a makeup of everything that's come before me. And I am fearless in my journey. Thank you, the Torkoal. And I think we're going to do one last one. And I'm just going to scroll through these questions and pick one. 32. What is the scope of my imagination? Come on, bag. Oh, no. I see another question that I want to answer. Okay, two more. What is the scope of my imagination? Posse bonus. Oh, you know what? I have extra. I have extra imagination. Good. I like it. The scope is beyond the record for me. Beyond the record beyond the books, outside the lines. The scope of my imagination goes beyond the record. Will we be able to travel in time? I was reading some about quantum mechanics and the idea that our reality is only is very specific to us and it is not an objective reality. It is a completely subjective reality. And I got so excited about this idea, including like that we couldn't even begin to perceive another person's reality. That what objects are around me that everything is a construct of your mind, if you even exist, if you're even out there, ah, this might be going nowhere. I might be like Buffy in that one episode where she, she had to invent a sister. They said they, she was in like a facility and there, her mom was like, she even invented a sister to, to make sense of something. It was like, it had to have been season, season five before her mom died. Oops, sorry, spoiler. But that show came out 20 years ago. Anyway, will we be able to travel in time? I hope so. But even if we can't, in this human form, we can do it in between lives. Father's son, I take that as a yes, because you know what? Father's son, from the father to the son. I was talking, <laughs> Tanya Rigotti was posting her uh, book list of the year, and she posted The Road, and I, I wrote her, I was like, oh my God, The Road changed my life. And she said, how? And I was like, oh, I have to actually think of how it changed my life. I can't speak in uh, platitudes. I can't speak in hyperbole. And then I realized like it did change my life. It was the first picaresque novel it wasn't the first picaresque novel I read because I've read Don Quixote, but there's something really wonderful about the way time and space are played with in The Road by Cormac McCarthy. I know it's a hard read. It's actually a really difficult read, but it takes place ostensibly around my hometown, Las Cruces, around El Paso, like in that area. And it feels very much like that. And uh, anything with a parent and a child just kills me. I don't know what it is. 
any story, theater, movies, television, anything with a parent and a child, mush. I'm a swamp of mush. Anyway, I hope you have a wonderful day. I will talk to you on Monday, and here's Fuck Around Friday. Oh, I'm back. I forgot to tell you, I found out that sunglasses were invented today in 1200 AD in China. Happy birthday, sunglasses. Bye.
never played this before, so um, you're a virgin for us, and us for you, and um, it's probably going to be a bit messy, and I'm probably going to fuck it up, but just stay with it.
Kill all the blacks, kill all the reds 
Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.